Hello there. Good afternoon. Same to you. I'm going to shoot you. What? No. Put it down. Put the gun down. This is how I treat intruders. The only bit of pre-information Evo gave me, or hint, was that it was a suicide play. That's what he said, it's a suicide play. And I didn't, I don't quite know what that, still don't quite know what that means. But I thought, okay, I'll look into people that have committed suicide, women as well. And I started, I found Sylvia Plath's Unabridged Diaries, which are incredible in terms of relating to Hedda and the language which, with which she talks about herself and the people around her. I think that Hedda, she's deeply uh, com complicated and conflicted and hard to like sometimes. So I think that's still, strangely enough, is still very rare <laughs> to write female characters that are unlikable and dangerous and frightening, but they are illuminating some truths and human qualities and human truths. The idea of a, of a powerful fallen woman was something that hadn't really been dealt with that much in contemporary theatre at the time. So it would have been extraordinarily shocking. I truly believe that Hedda Gabler is this extraordinary universal character that men and women, everybody can identify with because she's mercurial. She thinks one thing one minute, thinks another thing another. She's all over the place. We all know people like that. We all have elements of that in us. And in my opinion, to probably illustrate the different colours of Hedda Gabler, he's made the three men in the play singular representations of different characteristics of her. So Tesman is her ambition and her poshness and her fanciness. Love Borg is the love and the beauty and the passion in her. Brack is the naughtiness, the the dirtiness, the darkness in her. And I think that's a very interesting device. It is one's instinct as an actor to try and find as much colour as you can. But with this, you are playing one colour. But you've got to play that with such precision. Because if you try and add other colours, it just blurs. And the colour isn't as rich and deep. Supposing life has plans for you. Suppose that it intends you to suffer. She's a woman that's grown up with privilege, grown up with certain expectations of how she should live and what a good life is. And how she's seen is quite important to her. Oh, guess who? I can't. Come on, try! I can't. It's signed, Mrs. Elfstead. She is somebody who is totally internally and existentially lost and is trying to, to hang on to and anchor her personality on the things that she possesses. She's just constantly trying to get these things, get the beautiful apartment, get the husband that she thinks she should have, the clothes, the money, it absolutely is her downfall. She chooses to sacrifice her real feelings, to live in this superficial world. It feels safe, but actually it's the place that's going to destroy her. There's a sense that she doesn't respect herself because she doesn't have the courage to break free. And I think that's a really important element within the play that she kind of can't quite do it. Therefore, she's always going to destroy herself because she can't bear the life that she's lived either.
The play's had lots of different discussions about it, and when it first came out, it was hailed, I don't know, and still is hailed as a feminist play, and a woman trapped in a man's world or trapped by society. And I think there, there is still elements of that in this, but I think inside, really, it's a psychological analysis of human nature. And I think there's something about humans have the capacity to destroy themselves and each other. We all do. And what Evo has put emphasis on is the psychology behind destruction, and that's human, that's male or female. So that's what I feel this production does, and why it's still relevant, and why this play will continue to find relevance in years to come.